This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, yes, a good Monday morning to one and all. Tash the Moose with you on uh, this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete across the way, Bogish. With your updates, hopefully everyone enjoyed themselves their great holiday weekend. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Your number to call, Taz, back in the fold here on this Monday morning. What's going on, Taz? How was oh, your fourth, all right? Moose, not bad. I hope yours was good. It was pretty good. Everybody was safe, I'm sure, right, on your place? Everyone's safe. Everyone's good. good. Yes, thanks right. for asking. I was uh, yourself, all right? Good. Everything was good. No major issues with the fireworks, but, you know. But the uh, food was great. Uh, barbecue City, and uh, how about you, Barbecue? Uh, yes, we had a barbecue. It was nice. Yeah, a little bit of hot dogs, hamburgers. Yeah. It was good stuff. You told How me you yourself? were going to keep it simple. I remember you said that. Yes. Nice and simple. Yeah. Yeah, now we're over at my brother's house, brother-in-law's house. He doesn't, you know, him. He's got the, he's got the, uh, the smoker. Yeah. So it's always a big deal. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, what he, do you guys have? Uh, he goes, pulled pork, ribs. I mean, dude. Oh, but quick, quick story. A little incident with the ribs. The ribs are so juicy, no lie, they fall off the bone. Like, this guy's, a, I told you, he's a great barbecue enthusiast, or whatever right. you want to call it. And so I'm sitting on this, like, spindle, like, rocking chair type of patio chair he has. There's 40 people there, right? I got my own spot right near, like, the little garden. There's, like, a mulch thing right off the paving stone, uh, right by the outside bar area. He's got a beautiful backyard. Puts a lot of money in his yard, right? And I'm eating this rib, and all of a sudden, the ribs, the meat, fall off the bone. So I bend down to pick it up off the floor and, you know, and, and put it put it on a napkin and throw it in the trash. And as I sit back down on the chair, the chair jimmied back a little bit and one of the legs went into the mulch. So as I sit back, I you start... Lost balance. You see what's going on. Yeah, I'm right. starting to sink and I'm falling backwards, which oh. we're calling the rest of the business, take a bump. And my brother-in-law, my other brother-in-law, sitting next to my brother Rich, is like... Oh no! Oh no! I'm like, dude, relax. I'm falling. It's okay. It's no big deal. Like falling's like my thing, and I fall into the flower bed oh. in the backyard. This is no BS. In front of like 40 people, my wife's like, "Oh my god, did you pass out?" I'm like, no, I didn't pass out. Laying there upside down in the mulch. I That's swear to God, fun. I got my kid on the other side of the yard. He's laughing. Right? I mean, some, I'm a minister. The rib I mean, was worth it. Yeah, dude, I was there five minutes. This happened five oh, minutes five in. Min- I'm eating ribs you- and falling. Not even drinking. Oh, yeah, when pregame, <laughs> dude. I don't know what well, your wife's asking if you passed out already. I know. Start the party early. Well, she, yeah, I guess she was just being a wise guy to try to break the tension. Everybody was scared. Like, oh my god, Taz dropped. Uh, yeah, so anyways, that's it. So I don't know. You, you just, dusted yourself off. I would have been went good, back to eating the ribs. I actually did. There. I had about five of them. They were that delicious. Was good. They were yeah, great. you tell me your brother was a great. He's cook. a real good barbecue that's great. cook, man. He, yeah. So yeah. So that nice. Uh, brisket. Well, you were like the brisket. It was nice. Brisket. Well, I mean, a smoker is great. Oh, that's legit. They really yeah, I mean, beca- and that is. I mean, that is that's craftsman's work. I mean, yeah, that's not easy to do, and that takes a lot of time. I and mean, that's th- well, that's the thing. That's it not does. throw it on the no, no, barbecue no. in in ten minutes, and you got. I mean, that's ten eleven hours, especially when you're looking at a brisket. Correct. Not necessarily ribs, but a brisket takes a long, long time. 
time to do. Part of the thing, his sisters, one of his sisters is my wife. My wife's a big fan of one of nine, as you know. And they bring the sides. So, like, my wife, she makes a real killer uh, be- uh, mac and cheese, like, tremendous mac and cheese. I told her I want to buy a food truck and have her just cook mac and cheeses. She's like, uh, no, I'm good. Nope. And, um, and my other sister-in-law, she makes, like, a nice Spanish rice with the beans. Oh, nice. Um, and there was some other sides, some macaroni salads and whatnot. But that's a legit barbecue, right there. No, no, he he goes big. I told yeah, you, he don't well, play around. Not just that, but the sides as well. The sides, so the food was great. Well. Oh, he, like a king fell on my rear is end. Is that a double doozy barbecue where you go back for more later on, or is that just a one trick yes. pony? Correct the mundo, sir. Oh. I don't know how you realize that, but you are correct. Is, is you go back later on because there's more. He, bro, he's got a warming tray. Well, that's great. In his outdoor oh, barbecue, great. like a oh. big, yeah. He, he, like I said, he put, years ago he put wealthy. a lot of money. Well, he works hard. He owns his own business. Well, that's and he's great. A hard no, guy. that's Self-made good for him. Guy. Yeah. And you would have loved it. We had a lot of convo about Kawhi, all of me, my brother-in-laws, some of my nephews. It was a lot of NBA Kawhi chatter. It was like listening to Taz and Moose, but not as good as us. There you go. You know. Very nice. Well, I'm glad you had your good food. No, we had a good time. Dusted the mulch off and, I, and got I, back to dude, the barbecue. Yeah, and my kids, like, hey, you got to, like, an hour later, he yells across the yard, my son, the wise ass. Hey, Dad, you got a grass stain on your forearm. <laughs> and funny. everybody, of course, chuckled. That <laughs> <laughs> was funny. Remember when he fell an hour ago? That uh, was nice. Thanks, bro. <laughs> oh, when they get older, they're so nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I wonder where he uh, got it from. Uh, yeah, right. his, exactly mom. Right. his mom. His <laughs> mom. Uh, so uh, we got a lot to get into, and Kawhi's going to certainly lead the conversation as uh, – he makes the decision um, late, I mean, very, very late, where, uh, you know, you go to bed on Friday night, East Coast time, and uh, still no decision comes down. You wake up early on Saturday morning, and Kawhi Leonard is a Los Angeles Clipper. And not only is Kawhi Leonard a Los Angeles Clipper, so is Paul George a Los Angeles Clippers. That came down right around, I don't know, 1, 2 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday morning. So if you're up late on the West Coast, and you probably were, um, you know, you got the full feel of it uh, as this was all going down, Taz. And um, and really, uh, I mean, the initial di- the initial reaction is, you know, the Los Angeles Clippers really kind of saved the league. Um, and uh, in no uncertain terms, <laughs> where they, you know, prevented the, the big three from the Los right. Angeles Lakers with uh, LeBron James, with Anthony Davis, and with Kawhi Leonard where they would have been an even-money favorite to go win the NBA championship. Uh, they prevented that. Uh, they now bring the word parity into the league. But Leonard, who, as he told and texted Nick Nurse, who told you in out Las Vegas as the summer league is going on, um, you know, he wanted to go back home. Um, you know, and there's nothing, as we discussed it last week with the Leonard decision, you know, if you want to go back home, you want to go back home. You know, right, he bought, right. buys a $13.3 million home out in San Diego, um, you know, he grew up in, I believe he grew up in Los Angeles, just outside of Los Angeles, I think about 90 minutes outside, went to San Diego state. Uh, the belief was he wanted to play in Los Angeles and eventually he made his way to Los Angeles, but not a Laker. He's a Clipper. Yeah. I, I was surprised, you know, like, like we've talked about a lot, you know, I, I don't know. I was, I really thought he was going to stay with Toronto, but, um, he, you know, as Kawhi would do, like, cause it's tough to figure him out as we we've talked about a lot. You know, he makes a left turn. Everybody thinks he's going to go towards the right or bad on the right, which would be the Lakers or, you know, Toronto. He makes a left and goes to the Clippers, which, you know, I, I, I didn't expect him to do that. You know, I think if he – I thought if he was going to leave Toronto, he would go someplace where he really has a strong strong chance – 
to win a title again and hook up with LeBron James and, and um, Anthony Davis and whatnot. But, you know, uh, yeah, the Clipper thing, listen, I get wanting to go home. I understand that. I personally think I'm just armchair quarterbacking from a, from a way far. If I were to him, I would have stayed uh, in Toronto. But you know what? He wants to go home, like you said. Um, and, he, you know, him with Paul George, and, and he feels like they're going to do something special there with the Clippers and – what they're going to, you know, work on doing there, uh, you know, whatever. He's, he's got a couple other good players there on that roster. And Beverly's on that team there. And, you know, uh, Harrell, they got they got talent on the team, you know. But uh, it's just not, I mean, if I had a pick, Moose, I would think he, if between the two L.A. teams, I thought he would have probably went to the Lakers beforehand, even though I know he probably didn't want to play second or third fiddle to LeBron James or Anthony Davis, but the Clippers thing did catch me by a teeny bit surprised. You weren't surprised? Uh, I was not, you know, because uh, last week, uh, you know, I, I worked Thursday and Friday, and when Chris Carter uh, came out with the report, who's close to Kawhi's uncle, um, uh, that, uh, you know, he was going to go to, this was Carter's now opinion, he came out with the opinion that basically that uh, – uh, he was going to go to a team that he felt would would help him become the, the greatest play, continue on the ascent as being the greatest player in the world and also help him win championships. And Carter said he believed that team was the Lakers. I reached out to a buddy of mine, you know, I'm not going to name uh, who um, who is close to the situation, and he said, "Don't buy it." Mm. Uh, he said it's between the Clippers and the Raptors, and he said he believes the team that he wants is uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, that it's not the Lakers, that the the Lakers are are being played and, and being run over, or not being run over, but being played here and being used as leverage. But he does not. His belief was he did not want the Los Angeles Lakers. What he was told, he wants the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, and I <clears> talked <throat> about it on Thursday and Friday morning about that very fact. And and so, it, but he also said it's between the the Clippers and the Raptors, and said the situation is very fluid. But he still believes that when push came to shove. They wanted to be a Los Angeles Clipper. Then when this deal went down, I reached out again, and I asked, you know, are you surprised it went down the way that he did? He said, no. He goes, you know, the, the Los Angeles Clippers had no choice. You know, they had to pay the Kings' ransom in order to secure Kawhi Leonard and bring Paul George aboard uh, because um, – and he still thinks that if the Clippers don't make that deal, they're still going to go to Los Angeles Clippers. He's not going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers, but he used the Lakers as leverage – to uh, to force the Clippers' hand to give up what they gave up to go get Paul George from Oklahoma City. I mean, so I wasn't, I, you know, I still thought when I went to bed Friday night that the Toronto Raptors had a chance. However, when he hops on that flight and leaves Toronto and heads back to the Los Angeles area um, and heads back to Southern California, it says, you start to get the feel that if he wasn't going to sign the contract, if he didn't sign with Toronto when he flew there, that he wasn't going to sign with Toronto. Yeah, that That's yeah. kind of the vibe that I got. And I was hoping upon hope that the information that I had at that time was right, that that it was going to be then the Los Angeles Clippers, because the one thing I did not want to have happen is him to be a Los Angeles Laker. Yeah, no, no, neither did I. And that didn't happen, which is good. Um, just to, to, for a super team and all that stuff, it would have been, you know, it just would have stunk for the NBA. So I think that worked out good. Also, I think people, you know, need to... Um, kind of tipped their cap a little bit to the Toronto Raptors organization because they really took the high road on this and, and uh, you know, wished a ton of congrats uh, and, and uh, not congrats, but, you know, wished thanked him basically for his time with the Raptors and winning the championship 
And I thought the organization, the Raptors, took the high road there. And, you know, not that they would go out and bury him, but they didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to say nothing. And, you know, that had to really sting them a lot. And if you're a Raptor fan today, it's a little rough, you know, because now, you know, you, you got to hope that some moves are made. But yet, you're, you're happy you had a guy like Kawhi for a season and that you won it all. And, and delivered. And, you know, and I you mean, delivered, right. Right, delivered. I mean, delivered Correct. a championship. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yep. yeah, I mean, how, how scorned can you possibly, you know, if you're the Raptors, you you took the gamble knowing that it could potentially only be one year. I mean, it, it can't hit you as a total, complete surprise, you know, Taz. Right, right, right. Where no, yeah, it's no, not I like you, you said you. that. You knew that he wanted to be in Los Angeles, or that was the the going belief at that stage. They they traded for him, knowing that they were hoping that they were going to be able to convince him um, in order to stay, and and they they just couldn't. I mean, they they had conversations with Oklahoma City about both Westbrook and Paul George. The initial report was that they did not want to give up Pascal Siakam. Uh, then that gets flushed out a little bit more that it, they just did not have enough assets to trade. Uh, to Oklahoma City in order to get a deal done for both Westbrook and Paul George, or even just Paul George. So, you know, the, he ends up going to the Los Angeles Clippers here, uh, does Paul George. And Kawhi Leonard, as quiet as he is, Taz, um, you know, works behind the scenes. I mean, for all the information with, that is out there and for all the people that say that they are in the know, um, you know, nobody, I mean, for the most part, in terms of the Paul George aspect, was in the know. Uh, no, no, nobody no. talked about the fact of no way. him reaching out to Paul George, trying to convince him, Kawhi Leonard, calling him up, saying, you need to go to Sam Presti in Oklahoma City and request a trade, uh, saying that I want to play with you. Um, him stepping into that meeting with the Los Angeles Clippers with you know, with Jerry West and with, uh, uh, with Doc Rivers and basically saying, if you go get Paul George, then uh, I'll sign on the dotted line. I'll be a Los Angeles Clipper. And then yeah. they went to work. And what Kawhi did brilliantly here, we are waiting, 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 Taz. He was basically in a stall tactic in order to get give the Los Angeles Clippers or others or, say, the Toronto, enough time to be able to work out a deal with Oklahoma City. So as the Laker fan was running around thinking that, oh, I mean, he's coming back to L.A., he's going to sign with the Lakers, as you had you know Chris Carter and, and Stephen A. Smith and all these other guys saying he's going to be a Laker, going to be a Laker, going to be a Laker. <clears throat> um, what he was doing was he was giving the Los Angeles Clippers more time in order to pull off that deal with Oklahoma City, even to the point where he called the Lakers on Friday and said, you need to delay the Anthony Davis deal until Sunday to give the Clippers even more time. Right. Right. He, yeah. Well, he controlled all the. He, he held all the cards. Yeah. And and what did he do? He played those cards the way he wanted. And he yeah. kept them close to his vest. And the other thing is too, which is hard to do when you're something like this, Moose. As you know, it's to keep. If you're Kawhi, you know what's brewing. You know what potential could happen, and you got to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and it's probably easy for a guy like Kawhi because he's not on social media and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of times, you know, the loose lips get out there because you're excited about what's about to happen, maybe. And you're controlling everything, so you could kind of put out a narrative if one, because we've seen a lot of high end athletes do this, not Kawhi. And and the Paul George thing was complete to me. Was like I'm like what Paul George? I know he's a California guy, Paul George. It's another Cali guy. So uh, yeah, Los Angeles guy who yeah. Oklahoma City gambled on it, and give Sam Presti and Oak City a lot of credit um, because, and we'll get to the Westbrook stuff here momentarily. You know, put in a tough situation. Makes the most of it, you know. Gets a you know an all rookie point guard uh, from L.A. and also gets you know five first round draft choices and the ability to swap two others. So uh, now you want to say, okay, those Clipper picks are not going to be 
high picks based on the having Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's fine, but there's still assets to be able to move forward, and Oklahoma City really had no choice. I mean, they could have held on to Paul George, uh, but once he requests that trade, if you're an NBA team, it's a player's league. They hold all the they hold all the uh, leverage, as you saw with the Leonard situation. And once George stepped into that office and requested a deal from Sam Presti, he had no other choice. He had to he had to move Paul George. And now, you know, for the NBA, it's it's the best thing that could have possibly happened, Taz, because now right, right. there's no overwhelming favorite to win an NBA championship next year. Um, you know, you can look at the, you know, the, the Brooklyn Nets are still a year away, but you can look at the Milwaukee Bucks. You can look at the Boston Celtics. You can look at the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, take your pick out West, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Houston Rockets, um, you know, if they get healthy, um, and, and, uh, Clay Thompson returns Thompson and the Golden State Warriors, um, now with D'Angelo Russell and, and Steph Curry and Draymond Green. I mean, there's a lot of ways to go in the NBA here in terms of who's going to win a championship, and there's no overwhelming favorite. I think that's great for the league. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, it's great for the league. Um, you know, it, it's if you look at the duos that just these dynamic duos, um, it, you know, from Kawhi and then Paul George to, to LeBron and AD, uh, Kyrie and KD, you know, with the Nets, and, and, and just said, like, uh, with Golden State, you know, I'm just saying these duos, it's it's not, to your point, it's not the overwhelming or whatever. There's three, four amazingly super high-end elite guys, so now that's a super team. There's parity all over. It's just nice. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun season as a, as a fan well, base. It's going to be a viewer. great season to watch, yeah. and you're not going to look at it and say, get me to the postseason, and right on the, you know, right on the dotted line, that's going to be the Golden State Warriors or LeBron's led team. It's, it's not going to be that. It's going to be where... You know, there might be a favorite that separates himself over the course of the year um, going into the postseason, Taz, but it's not going to be a favorite that can't be taken down. So I, I, I think that's great for the league. I do. And I think for Kawhi Leonard, him individually, um, who would have taken, a, I believe, a lot of heat uh, if he went to the Lakers because people didn't want to see that. The majority of the NBA fan did not want to see that outside of the Laker fan circle. Um Kawhi Leonard now goes to a team that that hasn't won, uh, that's looking to win, and if he's able to deliver them a championship, you know he raises his resume even that much more. I mean, if he goes from San Antonio NBA Finals MVP one year in Toronto winning an NBA championship, and then goes out to Los Angeles and wins a championship with the Clippers in a Laker town, uh, think about that for Kawhi. So thank God for the Los Angeles Clippers, and good thing for Kawhi. That you know he was not overwhelmed by LeBron and Anthony Davis. That he wanted to be a Laker and join the big three in Los Angeles as a member of the Lakers. He wanted to do his own thing with the Clippers. Great for Leonard. Yeah, and I respect that. I respect that he's not looking to to what and then you know to hang on to do anything and be behind any other player, including LeBron James. You know he wants to be the hood ornament, even though he's not out there publicly and and running his mouth. Uh, that's not his style, but. He's a type A in regards to being an, an, an elite athlete, an amazing basketball player, an amazing NBA star. Uh, maybe not a type A on a microphone, but you know, in an interview or whatever, a press conference. But that don't matter. He's not going to give you you know any juicy stuff to, that that he does in his life. He keeps it all quiet. But yet he wins, and he proved that this past season in Toronto. And and um, you know he won with with a guy next to him. Um, and and. <laughs> 
We'll see. We'll see with Lowry. We'll see if he can do the same thing with George. And George is a much better player than Lowry, you know. So it should be. Yeah, I mean, I think the Clippers can win a championship. Oh, I think so I mean, too. I'm Paul no George argument. was a top MVP candidate before he suffered that shoulder injury last year. What was um, he like 29, 30s? Young still. Yeah, yeah like I mean, twi- 29, yeah, something like 28, 29, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what Paul George is. But yeah. um, you know, he's still an, an unbelievable player, and he's a great wing defender, and can do it all offensively as well. There's nothing not to like about Paul George. Um, so, yeah, the Clippers are one of the teams that are, are in the mix and can win an NBA championship. But, you know what? It was great news for the NBA. I think you wake up on Saturday morning on the East Coast or you're up late on the, on Friday night on the West Coast and this news does come down and you find out about it for the first time. Uh, Taz, it's great for the NBA. It's great for the association. Thank God for the Clippers. Good thing for Kawhi Leonard to head up, uh, you know, join the Clippers and not the Lakers. Um, it is absolutely fantastic. I, I think uh, if it was the Clippers or the Raptors, anybody but the Lakers, and he ended up not going to, to the Lakers, that is that is great lose for the league because now you go into it not knowing who's going to win. And for Kawhi Leonard, you know, I believe his reputation also was salvaged and saved as as well. Instead of being a joiner, instead of being a guy looking to hook on to a super team. He was a guy that was looking to create his own path and continue to do it his own way. And even though people look at him and say, oh, he doesn't have much of a personality, he's got a great vision of what he wants to try and accomplish as an NBA player. Um, and uh, he, start, he he enacted out that vision on Friday night. Absolutely, and obviously in Kawhi Leonard's vision was Paul George, hence why uh, he snagged him from the Thunder. So, and, uh, you know, so you got... <laughs> You got Russ Westbrook sitting there, as I'm sure we'll get into that here maybe in the next segment. I mean, we don't have a lot of time right now, but we got to talk about that, too. Westbrook, yeah, we'll what the going to happen him? Yeah, we'll you know? get to the fallout in Oklahoma City. We're going to do that next. And we'll get to your calls as well at 855-212-4227. What's your reaction to Kawhi Leonard? Uh, Decided to become a Los Angeles Clipper. Convincing, as Paul George said. Uh, doesn't really say all that much in public, but he's one hell of a recruiter. Um, and he recruits Paul George to request a deal. He's also his running mate in Los Angeles with the Clippers as well. So George and Leonard out in Los Angeles with the Clippers want your reaction. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS+. Plus. The future of Russell Westbrook in Oklahoma City. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and the Moose back together again on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, doing more brought to you by the Home Depot, the next generation of home improvement with everything you need to do projects smarter. Home Depot, more savings, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who's doing more for his team. How about Brian Reynolds? Reynolds hit a go-ahead three-run homer in the seventh as the Pirates beat the Brewers 6-5 to five at PNC Park. All right, that's, uh, we're talking a lot about Kawhi Leonard and what's going on heading to the Clippers. Paul George is with him. Uh, what's going, how good it is for the NBA. Uh, we were both dreading if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers, what that could have done with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, correct? So let's go out yeah. to a crab, crab country there. And the Baltimore, talk to Ken, listening on 1300 AM. Ken, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Taz and Moose, Moose and Taz, good morning. What's, what's up, up, Kenny? Buddy? How you doing? How you doing? What's up? Hey, check this out. To me, Kevin Durant destroyed the league. Kawhi saved the league. If Kevin Durant doesn't go to Golden State, there's no super team. Kawhi doesn't, Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers, there's no super team. So now 
everything is in balance now. And this, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love watching all these teams compete on fair ground. Well, yeah, I mean, you could look at the, the super team that's creating me, Miami, the big three up in Boston with the Celtics of Garnett, uh, Pierce, and, and Ray Allen as well. Um, you know, I don't think Durant necessarily ruined the league um, per se. I mean, LeBron James dominated the Eastern Conference, did he not? I mean, with what he was able to do in, in joining Miami and then was able to obviously join up with Kyrie Irving and then recruit and trade as the Cavaliers did for Kevin Love out there in Cleveland with the Cavaliers. So we've seen dominance before um, individually by LeBron, regardless of team, and then you saw the dominance of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Moose, but you say dominance. I, I, I can't understand why some of us look at this all differently. Um, Miami Heat wasn't invincible. The Celtics was not invincible when they had Ray Allen and all that. They were the best team, but they could be beat, and they were beaten many times. Once Durant went to Golden State, they were they were invincible. Now, everybody knows that if he hadn't got hurt, Toronto wouldn't have beat them. Well, I agree with that. I mean, you, honestly, you know that's fair. I mean, so it's a difference between dominance and, in, and invincibility. No, that's if fair. The, the Golden State Warriors was the best team, but they weren't invincible until they picked up Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know, let me just say something here. So I, I'm kind of, I'm. Let me just interrupt you, dude. I, I'm with Moose a little bit on this. Yeah, I, I see. With the whole Kevin Durant ruined the league by going. To, I, see, I know a lot of people felt that way because it was a super team. I, I, I look at it like, look, I'm glad Kawhi didn't go to the Lakers uh, because I didn't want to see a super team either. But back to KD and the Warriors, that doesn't. That kind of stuff doesn't bother me if a player. If wants to go wherever that team is, that he could go win a championship. That's up to the player. That's how I look at it. Uh, I believe in, in, in the players got to do what the players got to do to to achieve whatever goal he or she has. So I don't look at it like that. You know what I mean, Ken? I get your drift. I do. And yes, as far as the invincible thing, I get your drift on that too. But you said, well, if Kevin Durant wasn't hurt, then Toronto, you know, wouldn't have won. But he was hurt, and that's part of not that. That's part of the game, as you know. Can guys do get hurt? You know, and then the team isn't really invincible because guys can get hurt. Yeah, but if he's on the court, that team is invincible. But he wasn't on the court, Ken. Okay. I, right? If 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 no. my aunt had, you know what? She'd be my uh, uncle, like no. I said. Yeah, but but Ken, really, no, Ken. but true, Ken. But true. Ken. Uh, but but I, yes, I do Ken. agree. I do agree with Ken on this thing. They, they did yes, have an Ken. invincibility factor out in Golden State. And and if, I understand what, but if Durant was healthy, they weren't winning a championship. I know but you guys are saying if, but it's like sure if. But that's the but the, <laughs> the point being no no we under injuries do happen. But he's talking about the fact that the Golden State Warriors were even more dominant than right. even the other super teams, and that's a fair point. He's he's. He's right. not wrong I, about I, that. I know he was out the dominance. I, he I is right about that. I understand I mean, that. I got you know, it. The Golden State Warriors will probably be celebrating their third NBA championship. Right. Yes, injuries do happen in sports. He's just talking about the way that the team was put together. When Durant joins them, nobody in the NBA could beat them. Right. Ken, who's your team? What's your, what's your, what's your team? Uh, man, I, I, was a, I was a Boston Celtics uh, team. Fan, I right. thought that they had a chance to do some good things until everything went haywire. Mm. But... As what I'm saying, what you're saying is a, a player has the right to go where he wants to go. That's fine and dandy, but that's not what we're talking about. When 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 you had Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili who built that team the right way, like Golden State did, what if they and they was winning all those championships? If if Dwayne Wade had a went there, they would have been totally invincible. And he and Dwayne was almost the second best player in the league at that time. Right. 
It was an invincibility. So let's yeah. just pretend that, the, that Durant did not get hurt. We, everybody was like hands down before the season. It's all over. Yeah, well, you can. You're, you're not wrong. I mean, you, you are right about that very call, fact uh, that you were basically – and then yeah. when they added to Marcus Cousins last year, you said it was just an embarrassment of riches. I mean, why even play the year? Just see you next year. Um, yeah. And if they stayed healthy, you know, Golden State would have won a, another championship. The if thing just drives me crazy. That's all. You know what I mean? But, I mean it does on life. Like, if I was 6'4", I'd be in the NFL. No, but that's how I felt when I was right, in college. I, I, I understand. <laughs> really? I mean, but you could do that all, all – but the point is that how the team was put together. Right. I mean, no, like, I got it. I got it. I understand. I, I, I know the if thing bothers you. You could say that about anything. Right. Uh, that's it. That's my point. I, I, I get it. But the you will look back on history, and when you think about Toronto winning a championship, you will talk about the injuries to Golden State, will you not? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. But I don't think anyone, and I know you're not saying this, is going to take away that the, the true champions were the Toronto Raptors. That's all. So no, they, at they the end of the, the day, champ- that's it. They right, won they it, are so. the champions, but it's going to be. No asterisks on it. Nothing. No, no, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that there's no, 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 an no, asterisk, but you'll, you'll talk about the injuries, that just as you have with other teams that, right. that have suffered injuries in in the finals. If my Mets had a bullpen, we'd be much better than yes, we are. How about yes. that, right? <laughs> well, right. You, you know what I mean, you can go on and on with ifs, right? No, I yes, you can. But I, I got, I got, I got. Yes. All morning long. I yes, love, you can. All right, yes. take it away. All morning long. Uh, what's going fun. on, Andrew? How you doing, buddy? Moose Taz. Taz, good morning. Here's your report, sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. U.S. women's soccer will parade through Manhattan Wednesday morning to celebrate their fourth World Cup title. Their 2-0 win over the Netherlands in Lyon yesterday, still less than 24 hours old. Jill Ellis is the first women's manager to win consecutive World Cup. Amazing group of players, but an even better group of people. Um, I mean, just fantastic resilience, just chemistry. Just They put their hearts and soul into this journey. And I can't thank them enough. It's been fantastic. Awesome. Ellis speaking Fired up. to Fox right after the win. She and her team just began the trip back home to the States. U.S. men's coach Greg Berhalter not celebrating a title this morning. They lost the far less important Gold Cup, one nothing to Mexico in Chicago last night. Berhalter wondering what could have been. We need to score a goal in the first half. We need to put more pressure um, on them to, to keep con- to, to keep creating those chances. And, and tonight, I think um, you saw as the match went on that they gained control of it and, and got the winning goal. From Jonathan Dos Santos in the 73rd minute, Christian Pulisic and Josie Altidore had chances to score for the Americans in the opening 10 minutes, but did not. A tiny bit of breaking news from Kevin Durant last night. Right after the Nets made his signing official, KD posted his new jersey on Instagram with a number seven on it, Durant has only worn number 35 in his 12-year career, but says it's time for a change for this new chapter of that career. The Nets made Rondé Hollis-Jefferson an unrestricted free agent as part of clearing the cap space for Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan. Hollis-Jefferson now reportedly signing with the Raptors. And the Mavericks and Grizzlies completed a sign-and-trade yesterday. Dallas gets guard DeLon Wright who gets a three-year deal worth $29 million. Memphis gets two future second-round picks. Brewers outfielder Christian Yelich is out of tonight's home run derby in Cleveland with a bad back, but Yelich still may play in the All-Star game tomorrow. Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman 
replaces him in the Derby. Milwaukee hits the break, only a half game behind the Cubs atop the NL Central. Chicago's Chris Bryant wishes that lead was bigger. We want to be 10 games ahead. I mean, hey, there's a lot more breathing room, um, you know, but it just hasn't gone that way for us this year. I mean, yeah, first place is great, but we I think we've missed a lot of opportunities to separate ourselves, and that's kind of the frustrating part. The Cubs enter the All-Star break in a 10-16 and funk after yesterday's 3-1 loss at at the White Sox. Maybe later on uh, we should do a little uh, thing, Moose. Pick the winner of the Home Run Derby. Sure. Do why not? Pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I For mean, breakfast? No, no. Pick. To, come on now. Yeah, no, not breakfast. Alonzo's the, I believe, isn't he not the betting favorite? Well, I believe he well, is. But let's, we're going to do this now? Or what do you want to do? You want to do it later no, on? No, no. It was, just, it was just conversation. No, we don't have to pick <laughs> it now. It's just creating conversation. Okay, I think Alonzo so. is the betting favorite to win That's the Home fun. Run Derby in tonight in Cleveland. Just trying to have a convo with you, Taz. It's I, real simple. But, it's not a segment. Calm no, down. I, 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 was just, I was just trying to add to it. That's all. <laughs> I missed I a couple of days. I'm a little rusty. That's all right. I wasn't. No. Yeah, but that makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll do that uh, during the uh, the last update for Bogus. And then we'll, we'll do the thing we said earlier during the, the home break. run derby. Whatever that was. Remember? Something else we talked about during the break. That's a good idea. Yeah. Right. That, that was one. a yeah. great idea. That was, Save that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, everything Mike has written down here, we're doing different. That's no, not everything. So, <laughs> it's a regular day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they call it Manic uh, Monday. It's the best day on the tennis calendar. All 16 fourth-round matches played today at Wimbledon. American Allison Risky is down four games to one in her first set against top-seeded Ash Barty. And 20-year-old Matt Wolf. Got his first career PGA Tour win yesterday, drilling a 26-foot eagle putt on 18 to win the 3M Open by awesome. one shot. That's great. Eagle on 18 to win it by a shot. That's that's true. After a dude eagled 18 before him to take a one-shot lead. It's crazy. High drama, the 3M Open. Oh, CBS Sports Radio's drama. toll-free Dude. line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You can save 15% or more on car insurance. All right, Moose, let's go out to Sin City, uh, Las Vegas. Talk to William Listen to listening to us on 1140 AM. William, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. How you Listen, doing, William? Nobody cares about parody. It is not good for the league. People will tell you this nonsense to sound cool. It's not. Okay. Why is it not good for uh, the league? Because hmm. nobody cares. Let's, let's go back to every every finals, with the exception of the one LeBron was in, that the Spurs made it. Nobody cared. But they watched the ones that the Lakers were in. Okay. No, that's now, not, they, I, don't, I don't think that's, that's, true. that's, that's not true. How, I don't how, think that's true. How are the ratings? Who, who watched the Spurs? Go look at the ratings number of the Spurs Nets final just after the, the Spurs. Well, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at number one is you're look, it, the New Jersey Nets that doesn't have a core group to to be able to draw from. I mean, that is also an oddity as well. I mean, the Nets were clearly. I mean, they were like a fourth class citizen when they were playing over in Jersey, okay. uh, as compared compare to where they are right now in Brooklyn. You can go eighties, nineties, two thousands. Okay, you knew who was one in 1996. They still watched. So I, I understand. That, I think it's, it's NFL. Yes, when you only have 16 games, great, but not in the NBA. So Nobody you think cares. you think if Kawhi ended up in Los Angeles with the Lakers and not the Clippers, you What's think having now? you think if Kawhi ended up with the Lakers and it was they were an even money favorite to win an NBA championship, that's good for the league. Yeah, because it's a story. Uh, it's no, it's a story no. for how long? Hold on. You look back in 2012, 2013, when they thought this parody stuff was great, and they crafted a collective bargaining agreement that basically made it so some of these small park market teams could keep their players a lot easier and not have to compete with the bigger market. Right. Okay? They got bailed out because LeBron James is in, LeBron James is in every single final leading up to that point. But if you take him out, 
you got OKC in the final, nobody cares. You know, well, you that's not, that, that's that not, when you had Oklahoma City and Miami in the finals. What's that? You had Oklahoma City and Miami. That was the finals. It was because there was LeBron James. You had I, a I understand, but you want to say that Oklahoma. No, hold on a second, William. Let's have a conversation here. All right. So, if you want to say nobody cared about Oklahoma City when they had Westbrook, Durant, and James Harden, that's not true. Okay, if they had faced the Miami Heat with that super team and LeBron James, nobody's going to care. I, I totally disagree. Well, William, you could just say nobody's going to care, and just you could say look, it. Look the, at the numbers; you don't even have to take no, my it, it's, it. Listen, it's about William. It's about star. It's about stars. So when you take a bunch of stars and put them on one team, of course see, you're going to care about that team. To your point, I get that part. I do. But to to have parity where it's there's a couple of big stars on each, not each team, but on on multiple teams. That's a big deal. That helps the okay. league. That really does. Just like the yeah. NFL, man. There's a lot, as you notice. It's not like the NFL. No, no, hold, hold on. No, you're not listening to me, dude. Okay, you're ready to jump down my throat, Moose's throat, because you're not paying attention. You come out here ready to hop. Just chill out, like Moose said, and have a conversation. Otherwise, hang the phone up. Okay, what I'm saying about the NFL is there's star power on a lot of these teams, which is parody. I know you mentioned the NFL earlier and said it's different. I, I get that because there's less games. I understand that. But it's still about stars on teams, William. That That's what makes. And you know that, right? You know that. It's that's about what... stars on teams and markets. When you're sitting down in a collective bargaining agreement, you're not thinking, wow, what's going on in San Antonio and Oklahoma? You're thinking about the major markets and putting the stars there. Well, you're, it may not be but no, right, that's not, but that, I'm telling no, you, nobody listen, cares that's about not, parity in the NBA. Well, that's not true. I mean, William, that's that's just not true to say that nobody cares. You could say that nobody cared the about call. the NBA that's... Finals when this team was in and nobody cared. That That's not true. I mean, as... As basketball fans, as Taz and myself, we care about it all. Um, and the fans of those cities and what the NBA and the collective bargaining agreement they did, yes. What they did give is gave the team with the free agent that had the rights to the free agent, gave them a better opportunity of retaining said free agent because they can pay that free agent more money. Not going to prevent a guy from leaving. Listen, Kawhi <clears throat> Leonard took a significant haircut to go to the Los Angeles Clippers, but it's one that he wanted to take because he wanted to play back home, and he believes over the course of it that he'll be able to make it up, Taz. But, I mean, that's what the collective bargaining agreement did. They wanted to make sure that their stars were evenly dispersed across the league. They do. I mean, I'm sorry they do. If you think it's good for the league to create a super team with the Lakers, it's not. I'm telling you, it's not. No, I I, I agree with you, Moose. It's not. I I mean, I I get a little bit what the call is saying, but... As far as markets and stuff like that, you put stars on a team. You put star. I don't care if it's a smaller market or not. I don't care what sport it is. And I understand the NFL is different, and he did say that. I get that. Look at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns right now. They got star power on that team. I understand the NFL is different, but they got star power. And speaking of, of the great city of Cleveland, like you had mentioned to the call, I believe, when LeBron James, what, what he did with Cleveland. People cared about Cleveland. Okay, and you know they what I mean? did, they, but the caller's going to say, "Well, they care about LeBron James." Well, but that plays the but point he was that you on were the mentioning. Team. He's on the team, right? Well, right. but it plays to where it's the stars driven. Right, it's league. a star driven league, well, Correct. Right. right? And and LeBron is the biggest star of them all. We know that. Right. I mean, just as you know, he's you know sending out an Instagram post in some parking lot in the Greater Los Angeles area with him and Anthony Davis holding up the Davis twenty three jersey. One the best player in the world. It's a strange photo. That was a, little, that was a little weird. I, I agree. I, that was a little weird. I know. All right. Well, yes. I was about to do my job, but I guess we're going to break. No. Right. <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll come back. Uh, Chris, everybody on hold. Hang in there. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. 
Uh, we'll get back to your busy calls reaction to Kawhi ending up with the Clippers. Do you think parity works in the NBA, or do you believe, like, William in Las Vegas? Nobody cares. Everyone wants to just see dominant teams, dominant players, dominant organizations. Uh, want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Uh, it's Taz and the Moose on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Will you, the listener, get to ask us a question? Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer performance. That's O'Reilly Auto Parts. Uh, better parts, better prices every day. You know, most of talk a lot about the NBA and about the parity in the league right now and with all these dynamic duos, as I like to call them, that are across the NBA. Uh, let's go uh, out to Richmond, Virginia and talk to Chris listening on Radio.com. Chris, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Hope you had a great holiday weekend and everything. You too, sir. Um, you too, buddy. Thank you, thank you. My thing is, um, I'm all for parity. My thing is, if I woke up Sunday morning and I'm an OKC fan, I would want my general manager fired. Mm. And, the, and the reason is, is because Jerry West is a very smart guy. He traded five unprotected first-round picks, which is great. Most oh, four, ever. four unprotected. He, four, four unprotected, I apologize. Four and then some other picks. But my point is, those unprotected picks are going to be nothing. I mean, Vegas has Clippers uh, winning the championship next year. They're going to be one of the top three, four teams in the NBA. So it's going to be one of the 26, 27, 28, who knows what pick, all the way in the bottom. They're going to, you might as well trade them for nothing. They got, you know, Jerry West got Paul George for nothing. He could have easily shot Paul George around and got better picks that Paul George did not want to be in OKC anymore. He was, he still got him for three more years. He doesn't owe Paul George anything. And that, that's my thing. If I'm waking up as OKC fan, I'm upset. Yeah, I'd be upset. Yeah, I'd be I, upset too. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I would, I, I would be upset. But I also come to the understanding here. I mean, the problem is for Oklahoma City, they weren't winning a Thanks, championship yeah. as they were presently constituted either. Right. Um, yeah, I'd be bothered. Uh, but it is a, it is a players' league, right? And what you have to hopefully believe in is the vision here of Sam Presti. And yes, you have to look at those draft choices and say. Uh, well, they're not going to be all that high, right? When Billy King made those that trade for the Brooklyn Nets, he wasn't expecting the Nets to hit um, hit the skids the way in the Stalin fashion, which he did. Now, those players were older, uh, significantly older than than what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who were both in their twenties. Um, so, I, I don't think that argument does play, Taz. But I will say for Presti. He made the best out of a of a bad situation. Um, once Paul George requests that deal, he doesn't want to deal with an unhappy player no, for the year. Can't do it. Bro. Um, can't do and it. he leveraged the Raptors and the Clippers against one another to get as much as he possibly can. I mean, five first round draft choices, four unprotected, the ability to swap two picks as well. I mean, you're looking at a massive hole that Oklahoma City did get back in return. And now you got to see what Presti does with those assets because right. you can also trade up with those picks too. I mean, there is that potential down the line or make a potential trade for another unhappy superstar in another spot. Absolutely. And, you know, and I want to say to Chris, but but we, we, we hung up on him kind of quick, but, you know, to the point you kind of just made there, Moose, you know, listen, you, you, if you have a guy or a, girl, a player on your team that wants to move on, doesn't want to be there, is not happy, I mean, it's very difficult 
to keep that player. You could try to talk to that player and try and work something out to keep him on the squad. But you can't have people with you to the point just made that Moose just made. You can't have unhappy people. It's just a bad environment for such a long season for your locker room, for young players coming in. You just, you know, if someone's sour on a team, you know, if someone comes to a general manager and say, I want to move on, you know, it's just not like a, a, a whim. It's not like, yeah, you know what I feel? I'm not in the mood to be on this team anymore. I want to move on. you got to assume that Paul George put a lot of thought into this. You know what I mean? Once Kawhi and him worked it out. My point is you can't keep someone around that don't want to be there. You just can't do it. Well, right. And it, listen, we'll see what Oklahoma City does from here. But uh, they're going to be facing the abyss here. Because we'll see what the future of 30-year-old Russell Westbrook is as well. We'll get back to your busy calls. Daryl, Kathy, Cyril, hang in there. We'll get to you next. It's Taz and Moose on a busy Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.